Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. We are going to be on episode number 34, and I am talking with Waffles McGregor. Now, Waffles embarked on a quite epic uh, journey here in which he started about 10, 11 months ago, and he ran through the OSI content being a brand new player, which, you know, okay, fine. But the caveat was he did not get any help in terms of, you know, items or resources from anyone. He had to do it on his own. A really cool project. And I, I, you know, I think he was the perfect candidate to sit down and talk OSI. Because when you, when you bring up the official shards, right, it, it kind of gets a very wild response from a lot of people. Um, the most common thing I got from people was, why do they still play the official shards? Now, with Waffles, I don't know if we perhaps answer that question directly. Um, I feel like, in, in, in this case, it was a lot of nostalgia and a lot of, you know, checking the box of something that was not previously able to be done by him personally. Now, not to take away from that question, his epic quest to do what he did um, is, is very interesting. I don't know if it's been done in recent memory without outside help, right? Because I think there's a, there's something to be said where you log into OSI, right? And someone just gives you a whole bunch of gold, a full suit, and like, you're ready to go. It, it, it just doesn't feel as significant as, you know, doing it on your own to me. Um, so it was really cool to hear kind of Waffles' experience through this whole thing. And also Waffles is producing and streaming content for OSI, which is great. I, you know, I don't, I don't think there's, there's all but a, you know, couple that I even know about that do OSI content. So that to me was really cool to see. And I think you'll see throughout this conversation, uh, it was really cool to just hear his experience and to understand how in the past he couldn't complete this objective and coming full circle, he actually put some time into it and he was able to complete it. Now, you know, a lot of people bring up OSI and in terms of the client, in terms of this min-maxing, you know, FPS, all this, you know, I, it, it did change my mind a little bit that, you know, it is possible to play on these antiquated clients and, you know, you still can reach end game and do end game stuff. Now, Waffles is a PVMer though. He is not a PVPer. So that's something that I like to explore in the future on the PVP side. It's way different. Um, but I, I sincerely uh, hope you guys had a good new year. Um, been super busy but we're gonna be pumping out uh podcasts for sure in 2022 uh, so buckle up it should be a great ride uh sincerely thank you waffles again for sitting down with me uh chatting it's been uh an absolute pleasure to speak to you i'll catch you guys next time all right guys i'm sitting down with waffles mcgregor uh first of all huge thank you uh waffles uh, so welcome man how you doing good good glad to be here so is it Hot or cold in your location without giving it away? It is a little chilly. It is cold. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so, man, I, I've been looking for this type of episode for, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, probably the last, I would say, six to eight months. Um, it's been a bit difficult to find someone that plays the official, I, and I'm going to refer to it as OSI um, because I'm old, but 
you know, the official servers. So I sincerely thank you for sitting down and, and hopefully we're going to probably go on quite the adventure here talking about it. Um, but I want you to maybe introduce yourself, kind of tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so I've been playing MMOs since since Ultima. Um, I, you know, I remember I saw it in a PC games magazine. Okay. And I, you know, I carried it around with me to restaurants and everywhere I would go. I just, <laughs> yeah. I would just reread the preview over and over and over again. And I, and I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever heard of. I had no idea what Ultima was prior to that. Right. Um, so you never played from, the single player games at all? No, it's actually, I actually think I'm going to do that now. Um, yeah. I think while I'm doing some, you know, some of the more, grindy skills in ultima i think i'm gonna try to also like play through the classics because i think that would be a really kind of a fun thing to go back through and and follow the avatar i'm just deciding like how far back do i want to go do i want to go right. all the way to one or do i want to start a little more modern you know what i mean yeah i you know me personally i never touched uh ultima i had no idea about the lore i i came into ultima online like a brand new experience i had no idea Exactly the same here. I'm, I'm going to try to remedy that just hopefully in the next six months, get through all the games. But yeah, so from there, it started me down this MMO path, right? I pretty much played every major MMO, I would say, through Age of Conan. And then okay. it, it started fizzling there. It, I think for a couple reasons, I think I started getting a little disillusioned with MMOs in general and over-promising and under-delivering. And then, like, there just became so many. It was not really possible. Well, back then, man, they were coming out, like, every six months. It was, you know, and I I don't know the exact timing, but there was, like, Wildstar. There was all these... And these MMOs, man, had big money behind. These weren't, like, just, you know, a couple hundred grand, let's see what works. These were, like, AAA MMOs. Yeah, but for I think for me, there's obviously a few that really, a few MMOs that are really like close to me. Like Ultima, obviously, is it's either number one or tied for number one. And then to me, you've got EverQuest, and then you've got Star Wars Galaxies. Star Wars, those three are like the big ones. And I and I and I have to admit, like I love to say I wasn't, you know, WoW isn't up there too. But those four games really were kind of the core of the the mmos that i played and i've dabbled in like eve and other ones too like i still right. have an eve account but um well i think too, it was just a it was like a different experience and so because like like you know to me comparing like wow and uo is just it, it's not even the same the only thing that would be the same it is an mm they're both mmos right but the core experience i think is just you know vastly different you know i've always kind of thought of it as like you you always the original of all they started everything right yeah you know and you you can dot a line you know everquest is 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 one of the early ones too but everquest came after i've always kind of viewed you always the beginning and from uo that kind of went off in that sandboxy direction where you had the original star wars galaxies which i to this day still think is an unbelievable game one of my favorite games of all time uh, and then EverQuest was the beginning of that that wow chain, that wow line, right? You know where you, you the linear rails, right? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so now explain to me. You know, you hear about UO. When do you actually like get the game? When does that actually occur? I think it was it was not at launch. It was like the the December of that launch year. 
Okay. I think I got. I think I got it for Christmas. Uh, wow. Yeah. Because I mean, back then, uh, you know, and uh, you know, for us old farts, perhaps, but you know, getting a, a PC game, right? That was just that still wasn't widely, I think, like a known entity, if that's fair to say. It was always like console games. Was that fair? Right. You know, we. I'm trying to remember. Um, what year did StarCraft come out? Oh man, I don't know. I I remember I was I remember the box. I was <laughs> uh, yeah, I I for me it, I was always getting PC games, you know, cuz like yeah. I was I had the PC I had the PC games, you know, magazine subscription or PC gamer and like I would play the demo discs and like I always had these games that I wanted to play. Like I loved Warcraft 2, like you know, I played the demo of Warcraft 2 and I build farms on every tile and you know what I mean like yeah. So it was always, you know, like, and I was actually, we never had, I never had consoles. Uh, my family really? didn't really, wow. yeah, we, well, my family really didn't want me playing games, which was kind of a reason why I never got very far in UO. I had it, yeah. wasn't really allowed to play it that much. So what did your, is, what did your parents say about the subscription then? Uh, I don't think they cared about the subscription they they more cared they did they wanted me outside and being active and doing things like that yeah, sp- right. you know, playing sports and, and and all of that there was value in all of that for sure but you know uh you really can't make any progress in a game like UO if you don't put spend some time in i was allowed like an hour a week or something like that oh well, like it's weird though you know and this is bad i didn't play on release i played later i think i played with renaissance i think came like where the t2a whenever i think that expansion is when i started and I just, I never remember like no lifing it. You know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, like I, I still played, I went outside or whatever. I mean, I still had a healthy time on UO, but I just, I never played it like I've seen people play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my, my my parents were probably right. I would have. I probably yeah. would have gone overboard. Um, so it's probably smart what they did. But yeah, man, I remember I remember that first day. What I what I did, I remember is I just kept creating characters, dying and creating new characters. And <laughs> yeah. like I had a character on every server, like, you know, that was dead. Right, 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 right. Now, did you know where did you end up landing? Like, you know, you probably tried every shard, but like where did you end up staying? Um, I have played I didn't understand the idea behind where servers were located. So, yeah, so sure. you know, I was on Sonoma. I was on Great Lakes. I was on Napa <laughs> Valley. I was on all of them. You know right. what I mean? I, I never, ironically, I never was on Atlantic, which is, which ended up being, you know, the big server nowadays. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you you really didn't land on a specific one. You just kind of played. Uh, all I, of them. I think I eventually, um, I played Sonoma and Great Lakes. Okay. Um, were the ones that I like before this project. That's where I, I would kind of go between the two. Right. And and now, you know, playing the game, what did you kind of like want to do? What were your expectations? Like, you know, what did you want to accomplish? I've always just enjoyed collecting, you know, I, I mean, housing is such an important thing in this game. And it, it's still, right. you know, I'm sure there's a game out there that's captured housing the way UO did. And I just don't know about it. But for me, UO, as far as housing was concerned, was like, has always been you know, what defines a great experience as far as housing is concerned. And I, and I, uh, it was always about, you know, getting that, what was it? The tent with the, with the initial, cause initially when they launched the game, you could actually get a tent with a single right. chest in it. Like I always wanted that stuff. It was always working towards a house. It was working towards that. What is it, a large Smithy? 
the, the villa, then eventually yeah. the custom house. It's all that was what it was all about for me. Uh, and then I did I did like crafting. I remember always really liking the different colored plates. Like because back in the day, you they had all of it, but you you know eventually you could mine the different color various colored ingots, right? Right. Early yeah. on, you you know you couldn't, right? You just had to loot different colors from chests. I loved the idea of collecting, you know, shadow armor. I think we called it, I think Agapite, we called rose armor back in the day. I don't yeah. remember. Maybe this is just what we called it. But that was what it was. It was collecting cool stuff, having a house. Like, that's all it was for me. Well, and and I think this is what I would say, to your point about housing, I've never seen it done in a non-instanced way like UO does. It, it, it's You're exactly right. You know, EverQuest 1 and 2 have it now. It's instance. It's got to be persistent, real world, and and I've never yeah. seen it really work anywhere except for UO. Oh, okay, that's not true. Star Wars Galaxies. I think Star Wars Galaxies did it, and they did it really well. Yeah, I you know I gosh I've I've missed the the Star Wars Galaxy train. Like I just totally never I never played it, and I've had a itch to try because I know there's like private servers that are very well like played, like a cold following. I don't remember the name. There's a few, yeah, I believe. I don't know what they. It, the project was SWGEMU. Yeah. Um, I followed it for a long time, and I'll tell you a funny story. And I, the reason I never ended up playing it was because I was on the forums and I was chit chatting about I forget what it was. It was like it was no, it was Eve Online. I mentioned someone was talking about Eve, and I was like, oh yeah, I play too. Yeah. It was that night my account got locked because I had used the same password on that form. It could be a total coincidence that I got hacked the same day that I mentioned on that form that had the same username and password. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that could be a coincidence. Yeah. But I, if, and, and, and to be honest, it could have been. It's, you know, I probably All had right. that password somewhere else and it could have happened. But for whatever reason, I, I, I just, I stepped back and I was like, I actually, you know what I did? I mentioned it on the forums and I and I said, hey, mods, I, this might have happened. I don't know. Just heads up. And I got banned. And I was like, OK, maybe I'll maybe there's something here <laughs> right. that this is shady. Maybe this is so and I, I stepped away from it. But I think it's a legit I think it's a legit thing. And I think it's around now. And yeah, I, I would I've thought about playing. You know, what's weird to me, though, is I worry about playing or streaming a Star Wars intellectual property. That that is a concern. I, I don't know if there's any risk to getting like a DMCA takedown. Yeah. First, you know what I mean, like because it's not an start, you know, because Disney owns Star Wars, like in that IP. I, I don't know how that would work. Shoot, I'm, I'm nervous. My ringtone goes off. I'm gonna get DCMA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so yeah. ridiculous right nowadays. But um, but no, yeah, that, that's definitely a project that I, that I've thought about. But yeah, the housing to me, is, I think the only other. Because to me, as soon as there's something instanced, it, it's broken, the game, to me. Like, the, the immersion is broke anytime I see a loading screen. Um, so it's, it's not as meaningful. I yeah, agree. you know, for sure. And I, I will say, though, uh, and I'm going to, you know, say this because I was watching. There's a, there's a project called Mortal Online 2. And the guy, the, the CEO of the company is a UO junkie, for sure. I've talked to him a few times. And he was talking about... In his game, he's doing housing just like you owe. It's all non-instance, but he was explaining the technical ramifications of allowing like players to put, you know, a unlimited amount of items inside. Like it was just wild hearing the how how hard it is, basically. And I'm, in Star Wars Galaxies, they had they had an item limit, and and uh, okay. you, know, you get you get the biggest houses. 
Uh, and I, I remember I ran into the item limit because we had, we, we decorated one room beautifully. And as we were putting down the last decoration, we discovered we'd hit the, the, we'd hit the, the, uh, the limit. And the problem <laughs> yeah. was, is there were like eight other rooms we hadn't even touched yet. So right. it, it, I, it makes total sense what you're saying. Yeah, no, for sure. So, okay. So you're in, you're in UO. Did you gravitate towards, you know, like, did you want to kill people? Did you want to, you know, just kill monsters? What, what did you kind of, you know, get into? You know, I think it was just, um, I, I fished, you know, I, okay, I, yeah. I, I fished, I sold them for, you know, one gold per fish. And I, I bought, you know, I bought my first suit of armor and then I was PK'd and lost it. I, <laughs> I don't, early on, I was a little bit like, so if we're talking, or we're talking back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, back in the day, I, I was a little aimless. I was, I was restricted by time, but I just wanted to be part of it. And I wanted to collect stuff and I wanted to have a house and I wanted to hoard all sorts of cool armor. And, you know, my, you know, I, I would go to, we would go down to Hithloth or whatever it's called. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, I think Hollyoth, uh, Hollyoth. I don't know. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get right. roasted it's, for not knowing that. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's you know it's a weird one, um, but like you know we would we would we would provoke you know demons and there was the right. Balron room like I I go anywhere anywhere just to collect stuff and the chance that you get that you know what would you get the Viking sword of power or vanquishing right like, I didn't care I just I just thought it was cool and I wanted to like have all of it and be part of all of it. And, you know, I, and again, I've played, you know, I think a ton of MMOs myself, very similar to your path. I played a lot of EverQuest 2. I tried WoW, but it was weird. In these other games, like, like let's just say EverQuest 2, you know, even 1, like, I didn't have the same, like, hoarding tendencies that I did in UO, where it was like, my bag, you know, I had whatever I had, I sold the stuff in these other MMOs, whereas in UO, it was like, oh, I want to go back to my house or bank and I want to keep all this crap. Right. And it was like, in UO, I, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's the graphic style, but, but the loot just felt like more impactful. I don't even know how to explain that. I, I think it's just kind of all wrapped up in that, you know, ownership of, of housing, uh, all of it being kind of just you know very you know you can you can put it on display you can walk right. past someone's yeah. house and they're in there it's all a little more meaningful than you know like your eight your eight slots filled with backpacks you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah and, and that's the thing that i think is, is very hard to capture you know so because i remember when i played as a kid i think hell you know i did i did animal taming yeah that was a mistake i didn't i didn't, I didn't even know man right i just know that i'm taming stuff I don't know templates. I'm not trying to min-max. I'm just, I'm there experiencing the game, right? And I think that, and it sounds like that's kind of what you did, right? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly that. I I, I obviously loved the idea. Like, I, a tamer was a thing I always was trying to get going. And I, I would just, I, I would hatch different schemes. There was a week I'd be fishing. There'd be weeks I'd be mining. And then all <laughs> right. of a sudden I, you know, oh, look, you can get musicianship to 100. It's cool to have a skill that's 100. Let's do this for a little bit. Like, whatever I could do just to do it, just to be part right. of it. Yeah, I know. And back then, you know, too, there, I remember, God, and I'm pretty sure it was the T2A expansion that came with this book, the, the UO Guide. It was a smaller, and I've seen someone post it, uh, one of these groups, but 
it's like a little handbook that came with the game. And I, man, I, remember, I remember it was it was kind of like the size of a a big a big hand, kind of maybe. Yeah. Stick a, yeah, I know what you're talking. I remember that. I I I really hope someday I can find all that stuff. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's in an attic somewhere. Yeah, like I remember, dude, reading that, like you know, and I'd be like looking about potions and like, oh, this, and I'm like, man, this is so cool, you know, because you know, you you know, even my, I I didn't have limits per se on time, but still, I just didn't, you know, life and stuff. I didn't have like eight hours, you know, to go play or you know, whatever. It was still very much restricted. So reading that, all right, guys, we're gonna take a pause for the cause here. We are sponsored by Death Wish Coffee. If you go to deathwishcoffee.com, use code Ultima Online, all one word, you will get yourself a healthy discount. I drink Death Wish every single day. I love it. I've been drinking Death Wish probably for about two to three years now. And one of the coolest things about them, back in 2018, they actually sent the world's strongest coffee up in the International Space Station. So no other coffee company can say that. I know that for a fact. Um, so if you want bold coffee, it's smooth. I mean, it is like jet fuel. I'm not kidding you. Especially if you get them little cans. When I'm streaming Ultima Online, trust me, that little can has 300 milligrams of caffeine. Now, look, I ain't no math scientist, but it's a lot. Because after I drank that thing, it is crazy. And honestly, Death Wish is just a kick-ass company. They are super cool, and they've supported me now. They believe in this vision. So honestly, guys, you need to check it out. Let me know, and I appreciate your support. Outside of the game was crucial to me. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally muted. Hey, yeah, so uh, it's so funny, like, because I had the Prima guide, right? Okay, yeah. And, like, and I carried it around with me everywhere. I read it a million times, like, and it was worthless because most of it was wrong because, it, you know, that was early on when when a game released that was it right you know zelda got printed it got published and that's it so yeah whatever they put in there that stays there but uo was this evolving living thing so the guide very quickly became pointless i think right. it was prima I, I don't remember what it was it was you know it was whatever the official guide was yeah and, and back then like the the official you know the, well there was no official forums but it was stratix right that was like the the only forum, I guess, that really I knew that existed, you know, that you could. Yep, Stratix was uh, was an awesome website. Yeah, because it had everything, like you know, like maps, guy, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, so okay, so now walk me through. You're playing the game, you know. You don't have to maybe give away your age, but like, you know, how how did it work? Where you, you know, at what point did you start taking it seriously, or how did that work? I um. I, you know, I, I played around with it when I was pretty young. Um, and I, by the time that I was maybe old enough to actually, um, you know, figure out what it took to kind of get to these end game like scenarios, end game may not right. be the right word, but you know, I, I, I think I kind of had moved on to like EverQuest by that point or whatever, you know, there was, I played this for a couple of years and I always would come and go. Uh, but I would always just dabble. Um, but like by the time I, I was kind of, I was at a, a place where I, I really could, you know, put my, right. put, put the pedal down and I had the time and I was allowed to play. Uh, I kind of had migrated onto something else by that point. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. No, so that's, I've that's never, very I've never really been, this is the year I, 
I, I would, if you go back through my history of coming and going in this game, you could say there were times when I was really into it, but I never really got it. So when I came back and I did this project this year, my whole thing was, is man, I have sucked at this game for 20 years. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to figure out, I want to get to that point where like, I actually know what I'm doing and say, Hey, we've arrived, we've done it. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Right. Oh no, for sure. No, it's interesting. Cause yeah, most, I, I, I mean, I would say the majority of people, including most people I've ever talked to, they're like, yeah, we played it back then, but no one was 7XGM and, and knew, oh, this this skill went with that. You, you know, you, maybe you knew that, like, you needed swords and tactics, right? <laughs> For sure. But, you know, these advanced templates, not not many people really, really knew that at all. Um, and so it's kind of cool, right? Because, like, yeah. you, you know, back then, like, whatever you could you could kind of get by with 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 you didn't have you didn't have to min max but that was that was the thing i think that ultima i and, and this might just be i could be wrong but i feel like that's where that kind of world that you and i seem to have come from which is just you know get some skills and maybe you have you know, maybe you're not totally optimal but it's fun and it's cool and you're having a good time met you're with, functional yeah yeah that world met with the seven X world destroyers that would just smoke you. And like they were in the same game playing the same game. Right. Right. And, uh, and that, and I think that created a lot of the, the trouble, right? Like, you know, I would spend all this time trying to just get a little bit of stuff together to go out and hunt lizard men. Yeah. And, and, and I would get killed by someone, everything would be taken and I wouldn't even have a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, Gosh, I, and I, I don't think I've ever told this story. I don't know. But uh, when I, w I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was, four, 14, 13, I don't know, whatever. You know, I was younger. And I remember where I lived. I lived near, outside of Brit, where the swamps, right outside the swamps, right before uh, there was a mountain. I, I lived in a little log cabin I had, right? And I had these these neighbors. And it was it was two guys, whatever. And, and well, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're guys you know, back then. I don't know. But I had them on ICQ, right? Yeah, I don't know if you had ICQ back in the day or whatever, but that was like the UO, like you know, way to communicate, right? Yeah. And you know, I, and I was friends with these guys for years, years and years. And and one day, I remember, and gosh, I wish I could remember the full story. I don't know the full story, but I remember getting a message from one of the neighbors, and it was like, "Hey, I uh, just want to let you know, like my wife's been playing." as me or I don't know, something like outrageous. And I remember as a kid, I was reading it like, this is like scandalous. Like how could someone do that? You know, I'm so naive, right? Like I have no idea. And I'm just thinking like, wow, someone was playing as someone else, you know, like <laughs> that was such a wild concept, you know, to my brain at the time. Uh, and it was after that, I quickly learned that like, yeah, everything that you think is on the internet is probably not what it seems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um it's true you know and i didn't and gosh i don't even to be honest with you i don't even remember my templates back then i mean it was it was probably you know terrible but you know i just ran around killing monsters and you know that's pretty much all i did um and i, how, I could how, be wrong but there there was even a uh, and I, I i very much could be wrong i mean we're we're going way back here and this is just this echo in the back of my mind but i almost feel like there was a time when UO didn't even have uh, the the up or down arrows to dictate what skills went up or down, you just had to you had to just do it by usage. Like you I, might I be right. That 
I could be wrong, but I think that was the case. Like, so it, it's so funny. Like, you know, you're you, when you say template, right? Like, it's it's it would be really tough to even get a perfect template under those circumstances, you know? Right. You didn't. Even, yeah. I don't see. I didn't play with it for. Yeah. So I don't know. You could be completely accurate. I, I'd have to look that up. I honestly don't know because I remember. I think it was a couple years ago. Someone mentioned like the tents for the housing. I'm like, what do you mean a tent? Because I didn't play back then, but I only knew just the housing deeds, you know. And then I was like, there was a tent. I'm like, that sounds terrible, you know. <laughs> you know, but that stuff's super interesting to hear because yeah, it's crazy how how I think how difficult it was back then. Um, it, now, it's funny, like I I I can't I. <laughs> it's so long ago, and I would it's it's you know decades have passed, and I'm like, man, I think that was a thing, but boy, I I don't know. Right. Could be completely wrong. Now, how long did you play? Like uh, up until what era? Um, I came and went, you know, uh, and, and I, and, you know, at least over a decade ago, I did the free shard thing, you know, but okay. uh, I, I think, I think unofficial, right. I played a lot, you know, I played as we discussed here early on, you know, I, I found other MMOs for a lot of time. And then I think like sometime, Many years later, I came back, maybe in the you know 2010 era, and I I I made a bunch of characters. I did a bunch of research, but still, I I had you know I had the keep, I had or the tower, I had the stuff, but like I still was not very good, right? Uh, but like that's that's kind of that's kind of where I was, and then this year I'm like, all right, we're gonna get good. We're gonna. So okay, so hang on. You mentioned free shards. I'm very interested. Can you share how did you how did that even all come about? I don't remember how it came okay. about. It, it it's as far as I can remember, it's always been a thing with UO these right. free shards. Um, you know, I played on one. I I can remember playing, putting meaningful time into two servers. One of them was called Impor Yelm, I yeah. believe. Yes. Okay. And that was like an original, like designed to be kind of back, like super old school, right? Right. Um, and then the other one, I think was called hybrid and i think it was the big one for a long time okay man it, it, there's a there's a big reason why i'm asking you this was because someone told me and not just someone many people because and i, I want to be very clear with you you know people that play osi it's almost like a uh, it's like a fascination as to why right and it's and i always found it very interesting because because people really don't understand and many people have told me well they're probably playing OSI because they've never tried free shards. It's a is a common, you know, thing that I hear. So I'm very curious now to hear. Tell me, yeah, tell me about like Emporium Hybrid. What was your experience? I mean, I I enjoyed those servers, but as with anything else, right? It, you know, it, it's UO has always been like a three month thing for me or four month okay. thing for me as I'm thinking about it. Right? You know, you start, you're macroing, you know, you're you're checking your 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 razor overnight and right you know you're super excited you feel that you finish your template and then like three months later i'm i'm gone i'm just like okay i'm over it like it's always kind of been that way but like you know i i had a good time i, I in poor yelm i remember people trying to teach me how to pvp it's the only time i ever really dabbled in it and i was still terrible at it sure yeah. um I, generally a good time right i go i got in i got my fix i killed some dragons and and right. uh, i moved on you know Okay, so having said that, which is a super interesting um, response, how, why did you want to go back to the official servers when you, you know, came back, right? I, I've always, 
Like I've always come back. I just like I did with free shards, whatever, 15 years ago, Emporion, whatever. I've always done the same thing with the official servers. Like I come back and play for three or four months and then cancel my account. Like I, I've yeah. always kind of done that. And so why, why I came back this time, I, I think it's always just been because this was the original. You okay. Know, this is where the character, this is where I had characters. This is, you know, Britannia, right? It's yeah. the map. It's the cloth map we all have. I, I hope I can find mine someday. Um, <laughs> so that, that, so I think if the question was, is why did I, why did I come back to that? That was the reason why, right? It was, it was that. And it was like, man, I've always been bad at this. I want to get good at this and finally be like, Hey, you know, plant it, plant something, draw a line in the sand and be like, all right, I get it. I can do it. So that was why I chose it. Okay. But I think there's probably, you know, if you were to ask me like, why would you want to, what would be the reasons after 11 months? You're probably, I have a whole different answer now, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's super like, and it's almost fascinating to me as well, because I'm like, you know, like why, you know, why, why would people even still play it? You know? And, and I did a, a tiny bit of research before talking to you. I, I didn't like, intimately play for 11 months like you have, you know, but I, I did log in and I just, you know, cause there's like the endless journey, right? So I can at least log in, get in the world. And I went to, I was on Atlantic and I went to the Feluca uh, moon gate at you. And within man, two minutes of me being there, like 20 people came steamrolling through fighting PVP. In, and I was like, wow, you know, it really caught me off guard. I was like, well, it's, you know, still, alive and i went you know a couple of different places and there were people still playing it you know like so it's not i, I want to be clear with the audience too it's it's not dead by by any stretch of the imagination i will say atlantic um for sure can you agree with that waffles yeah atlantic is busy it's so funny like <clears throat> even places where there shouldn't be anyone because there's no real reason to be there there will be people like atlantic yeah. and that's why when I, that's why when I picked the server, I was like, I, this is where I'm going to play. I want, yeah. I want to play with people. Right. And, and it's, it's interesting because, uh, like in the, in the free shard world, you know, I'm the same way where po population is everything, right? Like you could have the best, you know, mechanics, the best era, whatever, but man, if I'm playing with 10 people, man, it ain't just, it ain't going to work. Right. Like that's not UO to me. Like it has to be like alive with people. You know what I'm saying? It's it's funny because um I compare it to Diablo 2. So back in the day, Diablo 2, um, I always played on battle.net, but I always played solo. And yeah. my thought process was if I can't show a bunch of people my stuff and my equipment and I can't trade if I want to, then it doesn't matter what I have. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like without the big community to be able to jump in games with and you know, of course, I did like the group games, like the bail runs, whatever, whatever. But like, yeah. to, to me, like, I could have done that on my own with players eight or whatever. Um, but I wanted to just be that big community was like, I just I want to be plugged into it. Even if I don't get too involved, I want it to be there. You know, it's right. important. You know? Well, yeah, it's like if I, you know, because because here's what made, you know, you special to me is the random interactions ignore any era any sharp whatever right just you i'm talking in general the random interactions you have with people to me is priceless you know like you could run into someone and i don't know they could pk you or they could talk crap to you or become your best friend is that kind of the, what you kind of feel too yeah i mean yeah for sure i mean that's that's it's it's just this 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 community that it just everything kind of matters more 
Right. Okay. And now you're on you're on Atlantic. Now, what is your overall feel for the current population in terms of like attitude? Because I feel like you're you're pretty plugged in, if, you know, from what I understand. What, what what is everyone's attitude like playing OSI? Like, what's the feeling? I mean, you have, and I will say, like, the, if you look at me today, the player that you're talking to is someone who has. So, let me just tell you, uh, I accomplished one of my lifelong dreams last night, which was okay. uh, I soloed I soloed a fell champ uh, champion spawn, and oh, I got wow. my power scrolls. I'd never done it before, so that was one of my goals, and I did it last night. That's why. I ended up having like adrenaline and not being able to <laughs> till three in the morning, but I, you know, that was an accomplishment. So I guess coming from the beginning of the year, the, the, the player you're talking to right now for context is someone who was bad, who I think has just kind of finally arrived at any being able to do this end game stuff. And right. that, but, but that, but that, that being said, like there are people that are so much more advanced than I am at this game and they've been playing for so long. Um, but so that's that's the context. But as far as so the question, your question is basically what's the what is the what is the what, what, what give, re, give me give it to me one more yeah, time. Yeah, like sure. you know what's like the app like for instance, and I'll give you a part of like a free shot answer, right? Like right now, like I I play on Outlands and it's you know the biggest by population by far. It's very much alive. Um, it has a diehard community. And overall, the the atmosphere I would say is like it feels very, very much so alive, and it has just grown since its you know inception. And I'm curious on OSI, right? It's it's been around so long. You know, are there people that have been playing for God, you know, 24 years? Are there new people coming back? Like, what's the you know kind of consensus there? I think it's all of it. I mean, like, and it's it's funny as we're talking. I'm I'm actually I just popped into Haven, and I can see there's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I can see there's five, six, seven new people just hanging out. A couple of young young tags running around. It's yeah. it's it's very much alive. Right. Um. It's very busy. Um. There are great guilds that will <clears throat> kind of help you get acclimated to the state of the game currently. Right. Um. There's PvP. I'm I'm sure. You know, when you have a game that's this old, that's been around this long, and you have players that have been playing in this world for so long and have accumulated so many assets and so much gold, I I definitely think that, you know, there's a it impacts the way the community operates in a certain way, right? Like right. when you're so established and you've known people for decades, uh, you know, the the community is very much alive, but it maybe it's so it's so mature and it's been around for so long that it's going to look a lot different from you know kind of the the a younger more you know new shard with some different stuff's going on does that does that does that make sense yeah and i think you know this is for my you know bird's eye looking down you know, in i don't have any intimate knowledge but it's very complex i would say the current state of you know uo and official service it's not like this is my opinion. You can, I mean, you've been playing a little bit, you know, it, it doesn't seem like I can just log in and, and kind of go like there. It seems like there is so much that has changed since, you know, a lot of times where people have played before, did you find the learning curve was very high or what's your opinion on that? The way that I would describe it is to get into one of the official servers today, 
yeah. and have a good time and be effect and be moderately e- effective and and join join some end game group content is not that hard. Uh, okay, it takes it takes a little bit of googling. Maybe a, you look at stratics for some builds. Maybe you ask people, hey, here's what I want to do. They tell you what to do, and you work on the skills. You've got UO guide to help you. You know, UO guide is pretty good. It's got all the strategies to help level various things. To become okay is very attainable if you have okay. any sort of gaming background, in my opinion. I think where it becomes a big, big jump, in my opinion, is going from being functional and okay to being able to carry, right? And and to really take take out endgame content solo. Make a difference, with, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for you to for you to hop in like within two within a month or two or even a couple of weeks depending on what you want to do you could be going to you know you could be going to underwater or whatever whatever these these end game places are and contributing from a distance but to be the the people up front you know really doing the work yeah that that's a that's a bit of a leap and that takes some effort okay no that's that's fair for sure because and i'm only asking these questions because these this is a very common thing that you know we hear on the other side of the fence, right? Because it's, it's very, and I don't know if, if you get this sense too, you know, you can keep me honest, but, you know, and, and this is one of the reasons I kind of started this podcast was kind of try to tear down a little bit of the silos, right? Because there is a silo of official shard players and then free shard. And many times it's like people on OSI are like, oh, those are the free shard players. You know, I don't want anything to do. And then at the same time, you know, <laughs> on the other side, it's the same way, right? Like it, it's a bit of, you know, toxic behavior on both sides is that the consensus you feel on the official servers where people are like oh those are free shard players you know we don't really no no i honestly i i don't think it's discussed uh i i've never like i'm on three or four different discords you know for the official servers yeah um like free shard like it's not like there's no it's not really a thing that comes up like everyone's kind of just doing their own thing right everyone's everyone's working on their template everyone's trying to achieve their goals everyone's like hey how do i level this skill this you know i'm leveling yeah. Shido. it's the worst how do i do this like that's the kind of stuff that's going on in in the discords that i'm in or in in the discussions i've had like doesn't really come up and i think a lot of people my impression is is a lot of people do both right uh, yeah no, it's interesting and then, like i said i i bring it up because you know i think you're a straight shooter like i am where we can kind of you know sh- like, you know, sift through the noise, like, you know, like what's really happening, right? Because like everyone says, oh, well, OSI is too complicated or there's, there's no content. You know what I'm saying? The, the stuff you hear on both sides, it's like, well, let's really let's really tackle that. Is that really the case? And my a lot of my preconceived notions were incorrect when I actually logged in and played. Um, now, one thing I will bring up that I, th- I feel is you know, I'm very strongly um, against is the original client. Now, I'm going to ask you this because because you may not know. Some people don't. I don't know. Have Have you only ever played like the official client that they offer? So for what I'm doing, um, you know, whether it's the YouTube or the Twitch, you know, yeah. my project is defined by using the tools that are officially allowed. So I could okay. use the the classic client with UOA. Um, and I, and, and I, I started off this project in classic, but I, I started using the enhanced client. And as far as user experience is concerned, 
it's so much better than the classic client. And, and that's, and that's, you know, frames per second, I think it's 60 on the enhanced client. I don't know what it is on classic, but it's, it's, it's much, much lower. And it's, it's hard to play at that. Once you so, go to 60 frames, it's hard to go back to that. And then, and then just general user interface stuff is really nice. Like it's super easy to set up toolbars and bind hotkeys. And like, you can, you can write really long macros. Everything has to be attended. Right. And, and for my, right. for this project, I've, I've tried to keep everything legit, right? I don't do any AFK stuff. I'm always at the keyboard, but I, I can work on YouTube videos and I can use the enhanced client to, to run a macro that's 30 minutes long while I'm working, you know, attending it. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yes, it, 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 that was a very long way of saying, yes, I am only using the official stuff. Okay. And, and I think I know this, the next answer. Have you ever tried the classic UO, the new one that has that is released that most free shards use? Let me let me tell you. The answer is no, but okay. I want to say that I understand that. Let let me just say this: the thing about the enhanced client, I love the user experience. I hate the graphics. I hate what the paper doll looks like. Now you can change that to classic. So there's a couple workarounds there to make it a little better. But like, man, I miss my old you know, my old orc models, I miss the old, you know, I miss that look and I, and I lose that look with the enhanced client. And I see what you guys have in that classic, that client you're using. And I, yeah, I, I like what I see, but you know, I, I only, for what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to just keep it. I'm trying to keep it, you know, whatever, legit. So, I don't know what the right word. Explain your project. I don't think you explained that at the beginning. So people understand what you keep. So it, it's just it, the whole thing was is, man, I've played this game for like two decades and I'm terrible at it. Like I'm always the person, you know, doom. I don't know if you've spent any time in doom. Do you familiar with? No, I, I've, I've heard it referenced, but I quit when that all that came out. So no, I've never actually, so, you know, I'm always the one like throwing a throwing energy bolts from the side, having to invis constantly. Like yeah. I've never, I've never really been the one carrying a group through anything and i was like this year i'm like okay we're coming back we're gonna only use tools that are you know quote unquote official we're gonna we're not accepting any help so i didn't accept help from anyone i did not accept donations in gold i did not accept donations in items everything had to right. be earned or purchased at market value so people will be like oh hey i got the same for you you can have it and i'm like well let's look up what the price is because i got to pay you that's my rule set so um that's what i've been doing and trying to become or at least understand and be as good at the game to be able to say, Hey, I can do the end game stuff. I can carry that group. And I'm, I think I'm, I'm just finally getting there. Um, but the, okay. re the reason I chose that whole no donation thing was, is I, I would always see on the, on Reddit or wherever, Oh, the economy is screwed up. Oh, you'll never catch up. And I wanted to kind of see, is that true? Uh, and how would I deal with it? You know what I mean? Well, and I think this is my, um, uh... I would say unbiased opinion is in the, you know, 22 years, this game has been out, you know, it has been exploited, duped gold, right? Whatever. Right. It, it's absolutely been, let's just say collectively, a, a, you know, a bit of a, a train wreck economy wise, but I know that sounds negative, but the reality is it's really tough to rein in. It's, it's a real world economy. It really is like, there's no like, <laughs> magic you know fix or something like that it's just over time it's grown and i'll tell you waffles i've i've interviewed multiple shard owners right and every single one has told me you cannot make someone you know spend money and i mean gold is what i'm talking about so you get someone hoarding for 
15 years or whatever, you know, it just, it throws some imbalances out there that is very difficult to, you know, like contain unless you have a gold sink. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. And I think <clears throat> in one or two of my videos, you, you know, I think I called it like hyperinflation woes. Right. There was definitely moments where I was like, this is rough. But once I kind of got into the game and I figured out what you've got to, what you've got to accept is, you know, looting money from, from monsters is really like, you're not really going to catch up that way, which you've got to do. <laughs> you, you can do that in the beginning and that will be fine to just buy some basic equipment to get yourself started. And that's okay. But really the name of the game for money making this game is, is you need to understand what players are buying and just sell that. And if you do that, you'll catch up fairly quickly. It's not hard. These veteran players, there's a lot of them that, you know, they don't, they don't want to go farm these, these uh, imbuing ingredients. They don't want to do that. Like, right. and it's not hard to do. So just, you know, if you're a new player and you, you, you have to just, it's so, it's so weird to see, oh, this is being sold for 50 million. Like it's hard to just <laughs> yeah. see that number and have your brain wrap around it. And, and yeah. I, and I was there, but now I'm like, oh, that's 16 million. Okay. That's not too bad. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like I've got yeah. there, but I, I got there by learning. All right. These are what people are buying and you just have to participate in that market, you know? Well, and I think, and this is, you know, I think true on any, any, any UO experience, the way you did it, I think is probably the right way because you know, you could just start OSI, someone gives you a mid-tier suit, gets you all geared up, you do all your skills in a, in a couple of weeks, and then it's like, well, now what am I, what, what, what am I doing, right? Like, what's the goal here? What's the, you know, I feel like you miss some parts of the game when everything is just handed, you know, to you. I, and I will say, I think for some people that's okay. Um, yeah. It wasn't what I wanted to do, and I, and I think you, you kind of are on the same page with me how, how that the reason why I did that. But I will say, like, if you come to this game, the the veteran players, especially, you know, the, the, the cool guild on Atlantic, like they're really it's not even just them. It's it's you know, my my first day playing, I had multiple people like, let me get you this, let me get you that. Like they want you to play, right. they will help you get there. So if you're if you're looking to come in and you don't want to be left alone and, and you want to feel like you there's there's so many people that'll be willing to help you. No, and and I'm really glad, like I said, we're, we're having this conversation because yeah, it, it's and that's always been my experience on OSI. There's always been people that have, like, for sure, want to help. It, it's very interesting when, and gosh, you know, I, I'm I'm going to say something negative about you know I would say free shards, but I mean, gosh, the the toxicity that exists on free shards is like, man, I, I swear it's like sometimes you just get some real special people that can really make, you know, your experience, uh, you know, really crappy. Um, and I, I feel like I don't really see that or I, or I'm not aware of it, um, on OSI. What would you say for, you know, toxic like behavior on OSI? What's, and obviously it's anecdotal. It's just your opinion. It, it is 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I can't tell you like for sure. My impression is, is that like people on OSI are just doing their thing. Like they're not yeah. like there, there is for sure drama in general when PVP is going on. Like, Oh, you know, you had, you know, Hey, you That's got you me, but you showed up sure. with 10 yeah. people, right? Like right, right. that kind of stuff goes on. But like in general, like, like I, I think everyone is pretty well established in what they're doing and you know, they're helping new people and they're, they're just, 
you know, they're, they're collecting their rares. And I think some people like the weekly, there's like weekly events and there's, there's, you know, they have every quarter. I feel like there's, there's some special event going on where guilds get out and farm. Like, I just feel like, I feel like at least compared to what I've seen, like I watched some of the stuff you're talking about on Reddit, right? So I, yeah. I see a lot of that stuff going on. Um, I don't feel like it, 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 I think you're right. I don't, I don't feel it quite as much over here. Now, and I'm going to say something too, uh, that, you know, I know for me, it was about a month or two ago, um, you know, I was getting trolled on stream. I mean, pretty hardcore. And, you know, obviously it's different in Free Shark because it's Feluca only, right? So, you know, and you're obviously streaming where you are in the game. Um, it it was really, I almost thought about just hanging out the boots because I was just, it, it was, it wasn't enjoyable. And it was interesting. I talked to, like, because there's only, I would say, a hand, I would say five of us that, you know, I would say stream, you know, on a regular basis. We do PvP. We do pretty much all the content, right? And I talked to a few of them, and it was it was super interesting. They all, and it kind of made me almost feel better where, okay, it's not just me. They had the same experience, man. Well, they will have people that will go out of their way to troll for whatever reason, right? I don't know. They're butthurt. You kill them in the dungeon. You know what I'm saying? Insert whatever... <laughs> reason you want you know it can be very difficult now what has your experience been you know since you do stream as well what what's the you know take there so so let me let me say i think a lot of people <clears throat> so fell is still a thing right that's that's okay. still a thing um and you're incentivized to go to fell by pretty pretty there's some pretty strong incentives so like when you mine or you lumberjack um, i i think lumberjacking as well all the gathering resources there is some multiplier for so in in trammel if you mine for every swing you pick up one piece of ore and and fell it's double and that oh, okay. doesn't sound like a lot but it adds up big time right like for sure yeah that that's a huge bonus um i believe i i don't exactly know how it works but i know there is there's bonuses you know to to dropped loot all that stuff. Uh, there's certain quests. So there's a there's a there's a particular quest, for example, where you have to kill these three elementals or whatever, and they they may or may not drop uh, this item. Uh, okay. You know, it's it, it probably takes you it probably takes you I don't know to be able to try all three. It probably takes an hour or two to farm the materials. If you do it in Trammel, they may or may not drop it. If you do it in Fell, they drop it 100. percent So there's there's incentive to be in Fell. Um, not to okay. in, in, in addition to other things like, um, you know, champion spawns. So, right. um, I have streamed in fell, um, in a lot of it might be, you know, I'm not, you know, my viewership is probably not as big, you know, I, you know, I've been doing the last month, maybe between 15 and 30, and that's been pretty strong to me right. for me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, it might just be that I don't have the people that do that kind of thing in my, my, my Twitch <laughs> yeah. chat. Right. Um, I can tell you last night, um, I had a, a solid 20 viewers and I ran up champ spawn and I had people in chat like, dude, you're crazy. Like you're doing this like prime time. So those champion spawns, I, I, I guess they're heavily, heavily scouted. Right. Um, and they, they, they call it rating. Basically what'll happen is, is you'll clear the whole thing. You'll be about to finish the boss and like a group of 10 reds will come in and they'll Sweet just take ben, it from right. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, and everyone was like, you know, go, 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 get out, get out, get out. This is great. Like it was fun. Um, and nobody came, you know what I mean? So I don't know. But you could I, see how, you know, like you wouldn't be able to stream certain content perhaps if, you know, 
someone was watching. You know what I'm saying? I think you could probably. Like, I guess the what dots. I'm saying is, is, I don't know if it's because the nature of like it. I have been in Phil a good chunk of time. I've never had a problem. I've streamed it. Um, I don't know if that's just because the people that would be griefing are not as common on the server. I don't know if it's because they just don't happen to be watched. You know, I don't know if it's an actual yeah. server thing or if it's right. like, I'm just, you know, I've gotten lucky those people haven't tuned in. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And, and I don't know either. It, it's, it's very, it's just, it's super interesting to me because um, my thought was like, OSI is not like that. Now, and I'm going to, I'm going to go in the weeds just for a second on the subject um, because when I was playing uh, the game Mortal Online 2, I was talking about it a little bit before, it's just like UO, but in 3D and whatever. It's full loot, though, right? Like, well, I be... saw um, Pwnstar playing that, right? Yes. You guys, you guys are friends, right? Tell, right. So tell me, I, I saw I saw him doing a stream, like, and I, it looks a lot like the stuff in UO I like. Does it yes. deliver? Yeah, I mean, I will say, um, like I said, the guy who made it, it, like, played UO. Like, there are very strong things that he pulled from UO, and... I can tell you it's a working product. You know, it, it definitely works. Um, where I was going with it is when I played, even on stream, because there's only one server. Like, so you can't, like, you can't really hide. Like, so if someone knows where you are, like, that's where you are. It's not like you're on a different shard. It's one server. And, man, I didn't have any griefing at all, even off stream playing. Obviously, there's going to be people that just kill you, right, for whatever reason. Who cares? But I really didn't encounter the type of toxicity that I did in UO, which I thought it just it was fascinating, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't... I think the, the theme is is that maybe... you Like, like I think this thing you've observed is that maybe this there's a certain level of toxicity that's that's happening on those <laughs> yeah. servers. It's, it's maybe, maybe not happening, I would say. Yeah. I, I think there... I think there may be some truth there. I, but I, like... Again, like you said, it's it's all kind of my personal experience, right? Like yeah, I don't do sure. PvP. If I PvP'd, man, these guys talk some serious smack in general. So like I'm sure those guys are like, what is this guy talking about? You know what I oh, mean? Oh man. People I tell you what, uh I've never seen and again, I man, I've I played other MMOs. I've never seen people like no life a game like I have with UO and take it so, so seriously. Like I will literally say in my streams at the beginning, usually at the end, hey, if I kill you in game, it's not personal. I don't hate you as a person. <laughs> it's it's just the game, you know. And and usually, I, I, people probably wonder like why I do that because I have to because people take UO like real life. I'm serious. I don't know if that's the same on OSI, but man, these dudes just they're they're so serious about it. It blows my mind. I think that no matter where you play that kind of thing exists i guess <laughs> yeah. it, it, dep it, dep it depends on how often you run into it you know what i mean right. like yeah, yeah. I, I i have tried very hard to keep like so last night right when i started my first champion spawn like i i kept saying in the stream you're gonna kill me i know you're gonna kill me it's gonna be fine <laughs> keep your heart rate down you have to go to bed at some point right like i'm trying to manage yeah. my expectations knowing and, and not get too wrapped up Right. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. Okay. So, and I'm sorry, we went in the weeds there uh, a little longer than I thought I should have. But um, did you, uh, we're, we're back on OSI. Did you hear the, I assume you have, the new legacy announcement? Yeah, I think and then it was thoughts, one of the yeah, reasons that got me thinking about coming back and doing this project. Um, okay. I, 
So I play a lot of, so I don't, are you, I don't know if you're familiar with like, you know, EverQuest has progression servers and, and yes. Project 99. Yes, um, I, so, I do you know, know about I've, those, yeah. I've, you know, I've played um, progression servers, probably four or five different progression servers. Um, I started with their, 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 uh, it doesn't matter. I played a bunch of them and I played yeah. Key 99 too. Okay. Um, so like, and I, and I bring that up because I really wish UO would do something like that. Or even, you know, the WoW Classic thing as well. I, I yeah. really feel like what I want to see is some sort of return, an option to return to a server that's based on a certain era. Maybe there's a progression server. Maybe you maybe you do what EverQuest does, where you launch a server at Classic and then you patch it. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you, know, you patch it every three months, right? Like I would love to see that. So when I saw this, I I was kind of looking at it like, please be that. Now, after kind of reading about it, it doesn't sound like that's what it is. I think what they basically, and, and you, you've probably read about it, I haven't looked at it in a little while, but the the way that I understood it was is they're they're trying to take some classic elements but bring it into a more modern context. Like they're trying to have, you know, some more modern sisters wrapped into it. I I will tell you one super controversial thing about it that everyone hates that I love is the one year reset. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna give you the opinion of I mean most people uh, that. And again, I only really know people that are on free charts. So I'm a bit biased in the sounding board that I hear, but um, I, I will say if you rewatch, man, the live streams on it, it's like you scratch your head. And, you know, my feeling was I really like the idea, right? I, I, I And I actually love the season idea. Like I, I that's new that's innovating, never been done before. I really like that. However, how it's spoken about in the live stream, the dev live streams that I'm talking about that I've seen, I seriously question the execution <laughs> of this project, if that's fair to say. Um, just based on what they have said and not said. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I've kind of... <clears throat> You know, like I said, I, I was hoping it would be something, you know, they would they would get really close to some sort of classic experience. I think they're trying to play with that idea, but make it something new and different. And, and they have some great ideas. Like, I think the season thing is great. I think you and I are not in the majority in that opinion. Um, you know what? Actually, a lot of people I talked to actually didn't balk at that idea at all of the season. Because, like, I almost look at it from a PvP-like standpoint. I was like, man, if that thing reset every six months, like, awesome. That would be sick. Like, you got to redo it, almost like a test center, right? It resets, you got to go again. A lot of people that, you know, they they actually liked that idea. It was just, man, when you present, like, what's out there to, like, people, it looks sloppy. I'll be honest. And I'm not trying to, like, crap on the devs or anything like that. I respect what they do. It's just the presentation didn't look good. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I, I I could see where you where you would think that. Like like I said, you know, I was hoping for that classic experience. It's gonna be something different. Yeah. It's gonna come. I don't know when it's gonna come, and and I'm gonna give it an honest try. I'm gonna just try to approach it with an open mind and and yeah and, and see what it is. Um, if I could ever if I could ever get their ear, you know, I would really 
like to emphasize, I, 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 you know, I caught one of the live streams. Um, yeah. And I know someone is like, Hey, what about a classic server? And, 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 and they were like, Oh, you know, you, you know, I know you guys think you want that, but I don't think you want that. And I, I really think we do. I, a lot of people want that. I, I think that, you know, look at EverQuest servers, dude. Like I don't, I don't play EverQuest progression servers past like, okay, I did, okay, I was going to say Planes of Power, but I lied because on this recent server Mangler, I played like seven expansions past it. It was boring, <laughs> but I, yeah. I did it for like the lore, right? Whatever. Right. Um, I won't ever do it again. But I keep coming back to those servers every year because I what do I want to do? I want to play Classic, and then I want to play Kunark, and then I want to play Velios. I want to do all of those things, and I want to do it over and over and over again. And right. that's what people like to do. And I think the power of that nostalgia is there. If I could ever, I just wish I could get that message across. I'm not saying don't do new legacy, like do it. That sounds cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm going to try it out, but I hope, I hope they consider doing something like that someday. Well, this is and okay. I'm going to say this publicly too, for anyone listening that knows the devs or anything has an inside, you know, ear or track. Let me know. I did email one of the devs asking them to come on here because there are a lot of questions that I had because I heard, again, these live streams, man, it, it was hard to really pull from it, but it was like, I thought I heard them say an old classic server was not technically possible because they couldn't go back far enough for that code set. That's what I, th I, I could have sworn I heard. I, here's my, here's kind of my impression on that. I can totally understand. I'm not a programmer, yeah. um, but like, you know, dealing with, I've dealt with, you know, programs and, and programmers, uh, and it, and, and it totally makes sense to me that like, they couldn't just warp back in time. Like, and, and wow, classic had the same thing, right? They had to spend years, multiple right. years redeveloping, you know, all of that old stuff to 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 fit kind of the modern era like you know what i mean like i'm not a technical guy so i can't articulate well why so i i get that you can't it's not just a flashback because you know by the time we came to a modern era where everything's running on modern hardware and all that stuff like we're way past like we're way past the new gear system we're way past where a lot of people already feel like we're past the the, the good times you know what i mean so yeah. Like I, I, I feel like I just wish they could like, Hey, just fake it. You know what I mean? Like just, just, you know what I mean? Like, so, so right now, uh, you know, there's five different resistances, like just make all of them zero except for one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I, just, just like, just fake it for us. Get us well, close. I, I look at it in an IT sense where, okay, we don't have backups from 15 years ago. Fair to say, right? Like there's just not a restore point where they can go back with the snap of the finger, right? And like restore a classic server. I totally get it. Like that to me feels more honest, right? <laughs> but I'm like, there has to be something they can go back to. And and like you said, it's going to require some work, of course. But like, it feels disingenuous to say that when free shards have done it with, you know, one dude in his basement <laughs> programming, you know, a classic server that halfway works, you know, it's possible. It Right. <laughs> the, the tricky part is like, I think there's a couple of tricky parts. It's it's defining what era is the era we all like. I think everyone's right. got a different era, right? Like I yeah. started in the, the era with the tents, right? Yeah. And you know, you started a couple years after that. So, what what eras is you know, and and that's where I feel like the progression servers. It 
if I was, I'm just, just thinking out loud, like what I would love to see is, is like, a, if it was a progression server, like go back and just recreate it, use your current systems, yeah. like kind of, kind of duct tape your current systems together to look as close as it could to that classic. And then go back through the patches, like through the, the publishes and be like, what happened then? Like, okay. Yeah. Like, and, and, and rewrite that and like rewrite that history. I, P99. And I, I, could be wrong, but I think P99 has done that. Like they straight yeah. up went back and they launched it and they, they literally, I think they go patch by patch by patch. Like, you know, so for example, I don't know if you, you know, like, you know, back in the day, um, certain gear dropped that was a, a you know, so the, the mat was the guise of the deceiver, right? That was a okay. dark elf mask. Like initially that was like, I think it was tradable and all classes could wear it or something like that. And then eventually it got patched into where, oh, it's just, I think it's like bards and rogues and it's no drop, something like that. Right. But like they went back and they recreated patch by patch. That happens. So for example, if, if you got that, that mask on P99 green before that quote unquote patch, you know, you've got the pre-nerf loot, right? And now right, come yeah. on now it's the post-nerf. Like it'd be so cool if they could go back and do that. Maybe not to that extent, but like, no, I mean, you know, at I least would go play, back expansion by expansion. Well, and, and I'm going to give a, and I don't want everyone to think I'm just, you know, negative on OSI, a, a positive spin. And one of the main reasons why I would play it is there's something to be said about an official server. And, and I'm going to say this, I, I can't say all, I don't have perhaps proof, but most, most free shards do suffer from some sort of corruption, favoritism, uh, hell, I don't know, controversy to say the least, right? That's a very fair statement that I think universally, no matter what free shard you're talking about, there has been controversy before or shadiness, right? I will say on the other side of the token with OSI, it gives me that like level playing field. At least I feel that way. Does that make sense? No, I, I, I agree with the way with what you're saying. My, my Again, I've never... I've always been on, I've been, I've been on the free shards. It's been, like I said, it's been a decade, but back when I yeah. was, I knew there was stuff going on. I just didn't care too much. Like, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. too invested in it, you know, but I, right. I do, I see it on Reddit. I see people saying it. And, and I, I do, the way you phrased that, I think was important because what you said is, is I feel like it's an even playing field. Like I feel, <laughs> right. I feel like it is too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whether it is or not, I don't know. And I don't, I guess I don't really care, but I do feel that same way. But I, I feel that like the devs aren't saying well, Billy, I'm going to give him all these items just because we're best buddies. I feel like that doesn't happen on OSI. I, right? I, I, purely on gut, I would agree with you. I yeah. don't have any evidence to say right. that it's true or not, but I agree. I would agree if you just said, flip. If, if you had to guess if it was happening or not, I'd say, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, man, I wish they would devout, uh, give some resources. I mean, I get it, man. There's only like five or six, I think, devs total. But if they could you know, do something like that, golly, they would really capture something, I think you know, very special. Now you kind of already kind of like answered, you know, really, you know, what do you think the future holds for UO? But is there anything you wanted to add in terms of, you know, what, you know, besides new legacy, you know, what else do you think is coming? Well, you know, what I would say that we haven't touched on that I think is probably worth touching on is, is I, I do think that setting aside what I think would be cool for them to do. Like, I think it'd be cool to do a, a progression server, whatever. Yeah. All that's great. And I'm, I hope new legacy comes and we're all going to see what it's like and it'll be cool. Hopefully setting that aside. I do think it's probably worth discussing a little bit. Like I think the state of the game currently 
is is still a very fun game. Uh, and I think that yeah. people just kind of assume it's bad because it's it's not what they grew up with or what they used to like. And I think there's a lot there that I think is is cool and is worth playing and exploring and is enjoyable uh, that I think people just don't realize. Right. No, that, that's awesome to hear. And that that's one of the main reasons I wanted you on here is I want people to not only just play UO, right, in any sort of fashion they can, but to understand there is other, like, pieces of UO that still works. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if, if I should just, if I can take you through, like, some of the things that I think are cool, and actually, let me, let me ask you a question. How does, how does gear like what are the stats like on outlands for example right like so in uo you know it used to be you know you have a broad sort of power or vanquishing or whatever and it was that simple yeah. and then they went to a system where they have all these various these different modifiers and you know you have all these different resistances on your armor whatever what is that what does it look like on outlands so like outlands um does it like how they did back in the day it's only there's only accuracy and like you know bank uh, power, that kind of thing. There's no stats. The, the only, I would say, stat is there's modifiers. Like there's uh, nature slaying, so it'll do an additional damage to a nature creature, right? But it's very simplified. Like there's no, it, it's 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 I think simpler. You know, it's the style I like too. Because like I remember that's when I quit was pub you know published sixteen when they brought out all these stats and the items. It just was too confusing to me and I didn't enjoy that because i felt like it was a game i already played back then and that was diablo it was just like that and i didn't i didn't want that in uo me personally you know yeah and i think i think that was I, my reaction wasn't i didn't necessarily have a bad reaction to it when it happened again i was very casual i couldn't play a lot but like i remember yeah. thinking oh this is interesting oh lower region costs that's kind of cool like i i was curious about it but i de it never clicked how to make the stats work for a character and to right. take a character to that next level and i will say that i do think that that is one of the things that i've discovered and especially in the last couple of months that is i really kind of started enjoying the complexity of the equipment and creating unique gear combinations um, you know, I'm, I was crafting hundred of uh, hundreds of uh, bone hands. So I, I had crafted a suit of various artifacts, and I needed certain stats to work just right. So I'd craft literally uh, like fifty bone hands and some studded neck pieces, and I had to get it to all work out perfectly. And I had it spreadsheeted, like, and it was super satisfying to get it done. It was very overwhelming to like, and I had help. That's the great thing is is there's so many people that will walk you through it right. alone. It would have been tough, but like going through the process of building an end game, like suit for my Sampire was just, it was really fun and really rewarding. And now I'm out there like doing the end game content and having a nice time. Like it was a little bit, it didn't, the, the end game content didn't really do it for me when I was kind of just mediocre at the game, just because, you know, I'm just casting these, inconsequential lightnings right, across, the, yeah. across the room now i'm up there smashing these things with the axe and like i'm having a fun time like i'm doing i'm soloing champion spawns i'm 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 crafting suits of armor that are like that are really neat like i don't know there's a there's a depth to the end game that i think once you once you kind of crack the surface it's it's really fun and rewarding so i, I wanted to try to make that point yeah no i think the you have to level set your expectations no matter where you're playing and make sure that you know 
that's something you enjoy, period. You know, I mean, it's just, it's that simple. And, and, I, and I really like the progression idea. I haven't heard that one before, but that really makes a lot of sense to me. Now, um, moving on here to another point. If, you know, someone, you know, tomorrow gave you a blank check, right? And you could spend it. And I'm curious your answer because you play OSI, right? How would you use that money? Like, what would you do in order to expand, you know, UO in any way you want? Um, it would be some some version of what I said earlier. So right. whether that's like a couple ideas would be a progression server, right? Yep. You launch a server every three months you get the, so you, 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 you launch, you get classic three months in, you're getting T2A three months in, you're getting, what does it run? I don't know what they are, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I forget what they were, but that would be one idea. Another idea would be, um, what if we just launched servers that are locked in certain eras, right? Like let's launch a classic server. Let's launch a T2A server. Let's launch a whatever. Let's do that next. Right. And, yep. uh, that would be one way to do it and let those servers persist. Um, those would be the things that I, I think if I had a blank check, that's what I would pursue. Um, for sure. You know, let yeah. people, let people play in the era they want to play in. Um, and, um, you know, or the progression servers are so fun. Like, like just getting to restart like that day one, like I've, I've five times now on EverQuest, I've had that day one experience of classic EverQuest relaunching and you, you got your friends and you got plans and, oh, we're going to meet in East commons. And like, if we could have that in UO, that would be super cool. That's what I would spend the money. Oh, on. dude, like imagine, yeah, like year one, 97 era, and then literally it goes for the next five years, whatever, right? It's releasing it. Oh, they would make, I mean, people will go nuts, right? Like, <laughs> I, 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 Here's the thing, like I want to say to them, like that's, I feel like enough people would come back that like you'd start seeing some dollars, some big dollar signs. But I then then again, like, who knows? It could be like, they could be like, oh, this makes sense. Let's do it. And it, it's like that Seinfeld episode where he's like, you know, you should change your restaurant. And then he does yeah. it and it's a flop and <laughs> then he feels really right. bad. You know? Well, I, I think it, it goes to resources, right? They don't have the resources to tackle something that ambitious unless they got more resources, which they'd probably have to pitch, you know, return of some sort. If we do X, we're going to get more money, right? And it's like, in a game like that, it may be hard to kind of get investment money of any sort that's meaningful, right? That's my probably thought on it. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta know the numbers are gonna come through if you're gonna if you're gonna make the investment. I, I honestly, to be honest, I was I was looking up like I don't I, are they part of EA or are they there is myth did they get spun off? I don't even know how how it, it's structured now. Well, and that's that's part of the problem, man. You know, a lot of times, like every person that's tried to go, because I had like five people from my guild, like they they meaningfully tried, right, to log in to current OSI, and it was like, well, my account doesn't work. I have to email them. I have to find my account because yeah, they went through like it used to be Mythic. There was yeah, you know, it went through so many hands that a lot of times there's a barrier for people to recover. I, their I would old say stuff. to those people like just start fresh. Like I always thought to myself, oh, I can't start fresh because, you know, uh, I have all this stuff and I've accumulated it and I have these characters. Dude, starting fresh was the best thing. I've had so much fun, like starting from scratch and playing it over. Like, but right. yeah, what you're saying is true. Like there have been many changes of hands and things like that. But, but like to those people, I would say, just start over. Right. Start oh over. yeah. No, for sure. Um, 
Okay, and in the, in the time you've been playing, have you witnessed any like trolling or anything like that that was kind of funny? Uh, honestly, not really. I can't think of a real good example. Like a, lo a lot of general trash talk. Yeah. Um, you know, like I rolled a thief and I was out there trying to steal people's potions for a while, you know. Yeah, how it does that work? Me. Like, so I guess you can just go into Feluca and just steal whatever's not like insured, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, my my plan for my thief will be I'm gonna hang, I'm gonna I'm gonna camp around um, champion spawns, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to steal power scrolls. That's my goal. Oh, um, okay. <clears throat> you know, that's what I'd like to do. But like, you know, there there was one example. Uh, th there's some system called vice versus virtue. I don't even understand it. It's a PvP thing and fell and um, like a city turns into like a war zone like but you can like opt into this pvp anyways my blacksmith got i was i was in minock mining and, and and minock went into this vice versus virtue mode and somehow i got like flagged for pvp on my blacksmith so um, <laughs> and this guy like he, he just killed me like 10 times he just continually over and over and over and i he's probably like, getting points or something for it or whatever maybe i don't know that was the really the only example and that was because i just I literally, I saw the message. I was like, whatever, they're not going to kill me. And, and they <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, that, that's still a funny story. Um, but okay, and now, are you, what is next for Waffles? What Are you going to continue playing UO or what's what's the next thing for you? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I just became a, like an end game player. So okay. um what I'm going to do is, is the next few weeks, I'm taking the Sampire and I'm going to try to solo everything I can solo, right? Whether that's individual bosses, whether that's the rooftop, the dungeon, the, the it's kind of like the, one of the end game places. Uh, I just, I, I have already done Doom and I'm doing Champion Spawn. So I'm going to do that stuff for a month or two. Okay. Um, and then I, I think ultimately what I'm going to try to do is kind of fill out the account with... Um, you know some finished characters so one one thing i want to do is i, I want to do uh maybe a tamer you know what i mean like i want to I, I i'm going to make i'm going to finish these characters experience all the content there is to experience with these characters and then i'll start the next one and then from there i don't know i don't know what we'll do yeah no that's interesting because a lot of times it's it's hard to stick with you know uo um just because it, it, it can get you know, not old, but, you know, just the same kind of content. Do you feel like you'll get to that point or what? Yeah, I mean, I think I got there a couple months ago. Um, you know, I, I spent, I played Darkest Dungeon for like two months straight. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it happens. Um, but like, I'm kind of, I'm I'm digging it right now. I'm sure in a couple months I'll be like, you know, when I have to level taming, like tame by tame by oh, tame, like yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to be, that's going to put me off to the whole thing. But, um, you know, it, it, it comes and goes, but in general, I've been kind of digging it and the YouTube and I'm making YouTube videos is like, it's kind of a pain, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's kind of, and it's also really cool. Like to see, you know, so like I kind of want to carry it on just because, you know, I've been getting, I've had a lot of really cool interactions with the YouTube. Oh, you know, I came back or I tried this yeah. or whatever. Like that's been kind of rewarding too, you know? So I don't want to just drop it. No, and that's why, yeah, it was, it was a lot reaching out to you because, you know, it, it was wild to me. Like, OSI doesn't really have, like, any content creators, you know, in, in this modern there, age. There's a, there's a couple. Um, 
I, I haven't like gone on a deep dive. Um, I've definitely found a couple. There's one in my guild. Um, there's a, and I can't think of what his name was. I, I found one right. guy. He was streaming Sonoma. I taught Epic Loot Gaming or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around. I don't know yeah. if he's on YouTube, but I've, I've, I've seen him recently. Um, but like, there's a guy, I think he, he goes by Rich from Pacific. Uh, he's got okay. some really, really high quality, um, like kind of long, like he has a six part sampire guide, which I use extensively. And it was a really, it was really good because it wasn't just a guide on the sampire. He gave so many like really good, clever UI tips to where I'm like, yeah. I don't even think of half of this stuff. Right. So like there, there's a, there's definitely a couple out there. No, that's good to hear. Yeah. Cause like I said, you know, my goal is for UO to, you know, reach as many people as possible, no matter what the shard or the interaction. You'll have to send me some of those uh, people. I'd like to definitely view that you know, content for sure. Um, yeah, I'll try to get the get all the names. All right. Well, man, in closing, is there anything else, you know, you want to say to the community at large or anything you think you missed? You know, I I don't really, I can't think of much else. I think, I think the point, the one thing I wanted to make, which I guess I can, I can restate to a certain extent is, is, you know, I understand, I, I think I understand that, you know, a lot of people, you know, we, what was it? Publish, publish 16, right? When all yeah. the stats and everything changed, I think, you know, that game, that game is not exactly the game that's here, but I think that this is a fun game and it's a game worth exploring and it, it has some of the nostalgia, but it's got some depth that, that, you know what I mean? And I almost want to say like, maybe without that depth, we I wouldn't be able to play as long as I am because like if, right. if it was just if it was just oh you know the old system I could definitely you see myself coming in you know you you come you conquer the content you move on uh, th there's 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 so much depth here that you really can I and I just want to say if if you haven't tried it and you know it's it's worth a try yeah no and I I sincerely appreciate you know you sharing that because it, it's a common i think just misunderstood you know piece of uo that people just kind of either have dismissed maybe for i think maybe forgot about sure or maybe yeah like the era is not what they're looking for but it's it's really cool because and this is to everyone you know listening you can still log in for free it did has a free to play element so you don't even have to subscribe just to actually log into the world you know uh, so i, I, I will important. i will say one thing for the people that do that like the bank like you know, you, you, the, the free server uh the free version is is great and you can definitely log in and poke around and experience and and you can do a bunch of stuff uh, you can't like place houses right i think and you can't place boats yeah um, the bank the bank ui is a i think it's a little weird i don't know if you tried the bank ui yeah it's like um, these like blocks or square yeah, like, uh, would, and someone said that's not like it's just because i was on the free I, I was just gonna say like don't log in and go to the bank and assume that's what it is it's not like the the yeah. regular version of the game if you decide to sub it's like it's the normal bank again I just right like, yeah, yeah i yeah. remember i saw that bank and i was like well this is weird and i don't understand this <laughs> at all i had to like google how to work it but like it, but besides that i yeah you for sure you can just jump in but i just be wary the bank isn't as bad as it seemed okay and how um uh, and i'm gonna get all your links after but how where can people find you Oh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, waffles underscore McGregor. And then the YouTube is, I think it's just, it's, uh, the URL is just, there's no underscore between it's just waffles McGregor. Awesome. Um, all that stuff. Yeah.
Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll get all that from you. We'll post it uh, in the episode. But hey, man, sincerely, uh, thank you very much for sitting down, talking, you know, shop. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I, I always like talking to people about this stuff because it's uh, it's just a fun topic. And it's a topic that I think I, I think a lot. I don't think people understand, like, how how much it means to a lot of us, you know? Oh yeah, man. No, for sure. And I'm sure we'll probably be chatting later down the road, but, uh, I appreciate it. Likewise.